This episode of Quirked Up is presented by Manscaped. Talk about the ultimate utility man. Manscaped is like the Mike Trout of ball trimmers. We all love that. You do not even need Fernando Tatis Jr. daddy money to get the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. But if you do have Fernando Tatis Jr. money, Rachel, please give that person my phone number. Done. Done. And um, my email as well. I actually have many forms of communication and Rachel will be happy to hook you up if any of you have daddy. What about your MySpace? Um, See, I'm a lady and I will not give out my MySpace. I I see. You say that to like the third date, right? Yeah. I, you know, I feel like if we're going to be talking about if your balls are trimmed or not, I would like to wait to give you my MySpace URL after that. Understandable. Yeah. And we, we did talk about this, um, before, uh, because of their ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology, your snags will be reduced with the close shave. Like I said, your balls will be safe when you use the shaver, which is what we all want in life. Right, Rach? Right. I mean, what more could you want? Complete your top to bottom grooming game with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. With the same signature scent that is in all the Manscaped formulas, this cologne is the perfect complement to the collection. Once again, 20% off and free shipping using promo code CORKED um, at manscaped.com. All right, welcome back to another episode of Corked Up. She's Rachel Luba. And she's Jess Kleinschmidt. We did good, Mama. Your name like stresses me out. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way. Possible. No, it's uh, how else would you mean it? Um, so we have a lot to talk about. One one main thing to talk about, but the wine word of the day, Rach, I decided I didn't even prep you for this, is going to be manipulation because it has to do with our main topic you and the the last guy I was in a situation ship with. So it's perfect. Um, so every time we say manipulation, we're going to take a drink of whatever you are drinking. Um, so we're going to talk about service time manipulation in MLB just because of the last couple weeks that this has been brought up. Um, former Mariners president Kevin Mathers um, had some pretty intense comments during, um, I guess he was speaking to a Rotary Club. Um, I spoke in- to a Rotary Club today, actually, and I did not say things that I would be in trouble for saying. I was going to say, did you talk about service time manipulation and or were you racist? Yeah, neither. See, there he goes. You should host. You know um, why? It's because I don't believe in either. Okay. There you go. Perfect. And, and that's it. Um, so there you heard it here, folks. Um, Rach spoke to Rotary Club and was not racist or demeaning or was trying to manipulate anybody's contracts. So one, um, in particular, what Mathers said, he was talking about Jared, uh, Kalenic and Logan Gilbert, two top prospects in the Mariners organization, uh, talked about keeping them under control for longer by by, by manipulating MLB service time. So before we get into this actual situation, um, first and foremost, Rach, what is considered MLB service time and how could a team possibly manipulate it? In order to get a full year of service, um, you have about, there's 186 days in the season, but that's like with off days. Um, You have to accrue in that entire time, at least 172 days. So every single day that you are, in the big leagues, you get a day of service. If you're on the IL, you still get the service if you're in the big leagues. So 
when you get option down, right, as if it's less than 20, if it's 20 days or fewer, then you still just get a full year of service if that's if you were only optioned down for less than 20 days. However, if you're optioned down for more than that, right, you, you lose days of service. Mm-hmm. So that's why when you look at players service time, it's like, sometimes it'll say 3.163, right? So they just miss 172. So they mm-hmm. don't get a full year of service. So in order to hit arbitration, where you can renegotiate your contract. And now once you get to, once you get to negotiate your salary, um, years three up to six, you're gonna get paid a lot more than the minimum, right? Mm-hmm. So players wanna get to arbitration. Now with the exception of super two, which is, oh, we could talk about another time. Um, you have to, in order to hit arbitration, with the exception of the super twos, you have to have at least three years of service. So what teams will do is in order to, and once you hit, sorry, once you hit six years of service, you become a free agent, right? So they, what they're going to do is they're going to manipulate your service in the beginning. They're going to hold you in the minor leagues just long enough so that for a couple weeks, right? So that you will miss, it will be impossible that year for you to get 172 days of service, Mm -hmm. which means you'll have, let's say right before free agency, Trevor had this, this happened to him. He has five going into his final year. He had 5.1, like uh, six something or five something. So just by a few days, so he misses it, which means that's why the start of last season, Marcus Stroman had the same thing. Marcus was in the, before he opted out, he made sure he accrued those last few days of service to hit six. Mm-hmm. So now he can become a free agent. So when they do that, like for Trevor and Marcus, it was within the first couple weeks that they hit six years of service, but yet they still are under team control for that entire rest of the year. Right. Mm -hmm. So teams will try to hold guys back. So they just barely miss it so that they can almost have a player for seven years, like close to seven versus just six. Mm -hmm. So And that's, you know, obviously advantageous for a team because especially if it's a small market team, they probably can't pay for a big free agent signing. So they'll lose the player. So at least this way under a cost controlled, um, in a cost controlled way, they can keep the player and it just, you know, whatever they get that player, they can have them for extra time. Um, It sucks for players. Yeah. And so, and and that's, yeah, obviously it sounds like it sucks, but at, at the same time, just to play devil's advocate, because you know I love to do that. Um, how would this benefit an MLB team? So if, if you can manipulate service time, what were- Well, that's what you get to keep Trevor instead of the same year as Garrett Cole going and becoming a free agent. And who, let's say the Reds had him, right? Do you think the Reds could have paid him a free agent like salary of what he would have gotten? No. So, but instead, because he just barely missed it, Last year, again, the first like two weeks of season, he hit six years, which would make him a free agent. But his team, the Reds, got him for the entirety of that season under their cost-controlled way. So they get, again, they get the player for longer and in in a very like cost-controlled manner. So that's why a team's going to want to do it. 
Okay. And, and how often is this occurring? Do you think, or do you think it's always been happening? We're just kind of getting more, there's more of a light on it now. Um, no, I mean, obviously with changes over the years with the CBA, it's, this has kind of been become a, um, like the result of a, a lot of things that have compounded and led to teams doing, doing this. Um, but it's been going on for a, a while. Um, I think, you know, the player side has, talked about it and like drawn attention to it for a while now, but everyone just kind of denies it. And it's, Oh, it's like this, um, like, I don't know, players, you know, it's not a conspiracy theory, but like no one can prove, no one can prove it right with Chris Bryant. I think they said that he needed to work on his defense. Right. So they kept him down in the minor leagues for a couple of weeks in order to, again, to manipulate his service so they could keep him for an extra year where he, and he brought a grievance, you know, to the, yeah. uh, against the team. Chris Bryant that year, I believe was a gold, uh, a gold glover. Yeah. So they're, t- yeah. <laughs> and not many. You gotta, rookies- you gotta work on that. Yeah. Maybe they wanted him to get a platinum one. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. So it's silly. Like that's where everyone looks at like, how can you say that? Right. But but, you know, teams can kind of say whatever and they have a lot of reasons and it's hard to say that they're just, you know, they can, there's so many things they can say. You can't really prove that they're simply just trying to manipulate service. Mm-hmm. And, but there are some teams that actually pride themselves, I think, on the fact that they don't do that. Like when a player is ready, they call them up. Um, I know, I know the Padres like have been kind of known to, um, you know, it's like something they, at least in the more recent years, they, they're proud of, they pride themselves on, you know, that's why this is how, you know, this is why we think we're a better team uh, organization than other organizations, because like, we don't do that to our players when our players are ready to get called up. Like we give them a full year of service. We're not going to sit there and try to manipulate them. You know, you saw that with, with Tati's, they didn't, they didn't manipulate service. And that's, that's why you signed the 14 year deals, I guess. Good for yeah, that. But if you do things like that, I mean, there is something to be said. And, and I know players do, they acknowledge it. They appreciate it. They see it when, when a team treats you right, you're much more like usually the chances, maybe that you want to stay there long-term. Maybe you want to sign an extension, right? When you feel like you were being taken advantage of when you were manipulated a little bit that, you know, it's, you're much more likely, I think, to have kind of just like they add feelings towards the team. Yeah. And, and it's been really cool to see like them respond to like Josh Donaldson was obviously very outspoken about it saying like, well, yeah, now this is better of a light, you know, Garrett Cole even said, this is tired. Um, There's an awareness now. Um, Unfortunately, they're also kind of like, well, this is how it's been. And Cole specifically said, this is how it's been now. So do you think that this hopefully could be something that would be solved or unfortunately, is it kind of part of the, the game in a way, well, or the business aspect of it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to have to be, it's going to be a topic for discussion in the CBA this yeah. next season for sure. Yeah. Um, they, they did try, I know when I was at the union, one of the things that they were trying to do and come to an agreement on was, I, and I think they might've done this, but it, it's so silly. It's basically, if you're a rookie, and you, I think are in the top like 10 or 10%, 10, 10% or 10 of all MLB players, MLB player war, like that year, then you, if you were sent 
up and down or you were manip like they manipulated your service so you just barely miss a full year you would get a full year of service because what it's trying to do is some one of like the perfect examples was like Aaron Judge right he was someone who his rookie year he came up and he had he finished that season in the top I don't know if it was 10 or 10 percent I forget but he was a he someone like him if he had his service manipulated he would be able to get the full year because a team like MLB looks at is like okay so if you're gonna who are the players that are likely going to be manipulated? It's going to be like the top guys, right? That, you know, are going to be expensive. You want to keep for longer under a cost control in a cost controlled way. So those guys, if they happen to be like that good and a team does that, then it just, you can't, and they would still get a full year of service. So you might as well just call them up and play them the whole time. Right. Right. And so, I mean, but, but there's such a small amount of, or like so few players would qualify for that. And just so many more still get manipulated. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And would there be other ways to solve it as opposed to what you just talked about? Like, like if, the, if there, if it's going to be brought in the CBA, like what could, what could a back and forth kind of con- consist of? I mean, I don't know. There might be ways of changing, um, you know, making it so I, whether it's like for a full year of service, I, I I haven't really like thought through like the wording of it or how you would do it, but basically you need to, you would have to find a way that it would be more, it would be more harmful <laughs> for the team to keep a player, you know, uh, like the, the team would be better off just having the player for only six years and that's it versus getting that extra seven, then, you know, keeping them in the minor leagues um, or, you know, having them, yeah, keeping them in the minor leagues, getting them for seven, but they would have to keep them down for so long. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're wasting this player that would bring them so much value. So I don't know if it's like, you know, in order for them to not get it, maybe it's a, a lot longer of a time in the minor leagues that, a player could spend not just 20 days and they would still get a full year or so I, there could be a whole bunch of fixes. Some might not even be directly related to specifically that, but it's like other ways of whether, you know, arbitration, you hit arbitration earlier. So you can be, yeah. you know, there's a whole, I don't know, whole variety of things that you can do, but it's going to be an issue. And I, and I wonder just because like, I, I know there's going to be a lot of discussions um, come CBA time. Where would you put this on the priority list? Because I mean, I feel like service time manipulation was just kind of introduced into my life the last couple of years. So when I'm thinking of CBA stuff, I'm thinking of, unfortunately, I'm not thinking necessarily of service manipulation. I'm thinking of other things before that. Where would this go on like the priority list? Do you think, especially with, it's going to be a really a lot to talk about when it comes to that time. Um, it's right up there. It's right up there with luxury tax yeah. stuff, um, which is AKA a cap. Yes. That's, that that's what it is. So everyone says we don't like baseball doesn't have a cap, but it functions exactly like yeah. a cap does. Um, that is going to be a topic. Um, obviously they're going to try to just change the, you know, change like the rules and like post, whether it's postseason stuff, expanded playoffs. Um, but look, the, all the stuff that's all of the issues that relate to 
players, you know, not being able to take advantage of their value and kind of being taken advantage of by teams is going to be an issue because you've seen that baseball has evolved. It's, it's changed in terms of how, um, like how teams are utilizing talent and they're, they've made a shift from, it used to be, you know, you sign these really good players um, to really long deals for, you know, large amounts of money. And, you know, obviously they don't really produce that kind of value on the back end. Right. And, but you pay and there was more of a middle class and now you just have teams kind of doing what, you know, the whole money ball thing. Right. And players when keep all the players when they're young get rid of the older guys now old is like you know 33 34 which is crazy um so because of all of these things they're if that's how teams are going to operate and you know it's a business they can operate how they want but then you got to make changes so that players can fairly take advantage of their short window then to play yeah that's interesting yeah I guess like it is a bigger deal than I, I know because and maybe just because like we, we're just now talking about it more and I'm glad the players are being more outspoken about it but it's obviously a very big issue and I'm, I'm glad that you broke it down because now I'm just like upset <laughs> I'm just what, like what are the issues I'm curious like what are the issues you thought about like you think about when you think of because these are all the things I think about yeah no and I definitely luxury tax is like definitely a part of it but I think I'm looking at um, like you mentioned the rules a little bit more. Um, and I feel like safety is going to be a big thing just because it's after the second, you know, unprecedented season, if you will, to feel like that's going to be a priority. Um, especially with the vaccinations, I feel like that's going to be brought into some stuff. Um, fans, of course, uh, the amount of games and those rules, um, and even just like, I think a lifestyle situation is going to be big too, because I was looking at a lot of the rules that were being talked about, like the safety rules that are being implemented. And it's, it's very much all of these guys are going to be on lockdown. And I have a feeling a lot of guys aren't going to like that um, and everything like that. Um, so that's kind of where my mind goes. And of course, you know, the, the monetary value is definitely there. And then just even communication between the league and the players, I feel like is a huge issue that that should be discussed um, because I'm sick of it seeing it on Twitter and it's like, well, like, that's great. But like, are you guys even talking? Like this feels like, it just feels stupid to me. And I, I want it yeah. to be, it's very immature. I want it to be like, you guys. Yeah. Are I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. It's just going to be worse during the CBA. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like a lot yeah. of those things you mentioned, like those are, though, I think yeah, I, I agree with you. Like that's all the things that I think those are a lot of the things that like most people think of when they think but, of the CBA, but and so like that's obviously the more of like the player value and how uh you know the process of them being under team team control that stuff is not talked about that much yeah um but like that's the real meat of it Mm -hmm. those things that you talked about while those are definitely the ones that people think of that is like the small fish that's like okay fine we'll give you this for that like it doesn't matter it doesn't it's the short that's like a short term like hey we got these but like it doesn't matter like the the thing the real you know um changes that could be made are going to deal that that will be like impactful 10 years to come are going to be 
all the other, you know, right. the other stuff that right. is talked about a lot less. And it's, that's the, that's the tough stuff, but that's the stuff, in my opinion, the players need to like take a stand on. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. Just going, walking away saying, okay, we got, you know, I, there was one players got, uh, they didn't have to play pay clubhouse dues yeah. last, uh, from the last CBA. And that was like listed as like, Oh, win a player win. And they were like, you think we care about this? Like playing, paying clubhouse, like dues, like, sure. Thanks. You saved us a couple grand or yeah. whatever, you know, but like, this doesn't change this, this doesn't benefit us, you know, as like a player collective, like for years to come. And that's, and that's good too. That's why I'm kind of, I mean, you, you kind of said it. I'm thinking of these things as big. I'm not saying that they're big things, but I feel but like they're the things you think of like, yeah, this sure. is great. But this is a win for players. This yeah. is a win. This is a win. And like, sure. Most players I think would tell you, we don't care about that stuff. Fine. Yeah. Take, let them have it. It's right. the big, like we need to focus on the big things. And to be honest and like, I think in the, the last several collective bargaining cycles, the players, the player side has taken this view of or like they focused on like quantity over quality right what they were winning right just get a bunch of little wins but like they do nothing and MLB was looking at it was like sure we'll give you all the quantity we're gonna get the quality ones that are ultimately gonna shift things in our favor for years to come yeah um cool well that's that's all I got for you. But before we leave, I want I want people to know it's not the MLB. It's just MLB. Let's stop. Did I say that? No, no. This oh, okay. Is somebody yeah. on my Twitter like is getting so mad that I called him out on it, and he's like being stupid. Well, it's the like NHL because it's national, the yeah. National Hockey the League, the National Football League, the yeah National Basketball Association, and it's major league baseball it's not a league it's like yeah. the league is not in the end so yeah. or association yeah. it, so you can't say the yeah like stop can't. doing that because it's driving me absolutely insane and i'm sick of having to bring it up every time on the twitter.com mm. anyways well um, cheers mama cheers good to see you happy women's history month cheers to women whatever the month is, but every month is women's month. So.